Thank you for listening to the Celebration Church podcast. For more information about Celebration Church, go to ccacron.org. There you will find information about our church, upcoming events, and how to make a contribution to the ministry of Celebration Church. We hope this message is an encouragement to you. Those, those that were here Wednesday night, those that were here Wednesday night can remember, remember where we went with that. It was good. It was good. If you have your Bibles, Joshua chapter 6. If you have your Bibles in Joshua chapter 6. We find ourselves today with Joshua and the Israelites as they were preparing to cross over into their victory. They had crossed the Red Sea, or excuse me, they had crossed over the Jordan. They had crossed over. They had seen God supernaturally, again, split the waters. They had seen God do incredible things. And now they're standing, watching, seeing Jericho. I, I believe that maybe there might be some this morning. We're talking about Jericho, at, uh, you know, for our church. But maybe there's some this morning that you have a Jericho in your life today. I, I think we probably all, if we want to be honest this morning, we all probably find Jerichos in our lives. This Jericho city had was a walled-in city. The, the, the walls were big enough that chariots could run on the top. I mean, this, this city was massive. It was large walls. And here the Israelites found themselves at Jericho, a walled-in, fortified city. This wasn't an enemy that was coming after attacking them. This wasn't a, this wasn't a, a, a city that was coming out their walls to attack them. and get. I mean, that would be easier, right, in life to see the attack coming and to deal with it. This was an enemy that had walled themselves in and said, get rid of me if you can. It's our tendency in those moments to just ignore that. Well, let's just ignore Jericho. Let's just ignore the problem. I mean, after all, it's a walled-in city. They're, they're not messing with us. They're not attacking us. The problem isn't really a nuisance. It's just there. So let's just ignore the problem. And they could have ignored it. And, and how many of you know when you ignore the problem that it just, it frustrates you. It keeps coming up. It keeps surfacing. Actually, God told the Israelites in Numbers chapter 33 that you need to destroy your enemy. When you come into the promised land, you need to absolutely destroy everyone that's there. And if you don't, they will be an irritant in your eye and a thorn in your side. And so they had to deal with Jericho. You've got to deal with your Jericho. You might be staring at a wall that's mightier than you, that's more divisive than you, that has more wisdom and skill and talent, and you feel insecure and inferior standing in the shadow of Jericho. And you might say today, can we just ignore Jericho? But how many of you know the frustration's going to cycle back around? The irritant in your eye, that, that fortified city is going to catch your eye and irritate you again and prevent you from seeing the glory of God. And so we're going to deal with our Jerichos. 
That wall may be high and it may be fierce, but our God is able to level the playing field in your life. No matter what wall has exalted itself today against the knowledge and the glory of God, God, there is a shouting day coming, friend. There's a day when you will march around that city, when you march around that Jericho, and you will shout over your wall and see God bring your enemies to nothing. There's coming a day... Let God arise and let his enemies be scattered. God is on your side. God is working on your behalf. And Jericho is getting leveled in your life. Amen. And in Joshua chapter 6, if you have your Bibles, it says Jericho was securely shut up because of the children of Israel. They saw them. They saw them coming, and they closed down. They closed down shop. They said, you know, it's like the, the, the coronavirus outbreak. Everybody's closing up shop. You know, if any, anything, any sign, the flu, all these schools closing lately with the flu, they're closing up shop. We don't want none of that. They'd shut down. And the Lord said to Joshua, see, exclamation point. I, I, I just get this image in that, that God was excited. God was excited. He was sitting on his throne in heaven. And he said, see, boys, angels, you see that? Jesus, hello, you see this. You see what's happening. God was excited about what was getting ready to take place. Joshua, take a look. Look around you. I have given Jericho into your hands. It's king and the mighty men of valor. You will march around the city. You and men of war, you shall go around the city once. This you will do six days. And seven priests shall bear seven trumpets of ram's horns before the ark. But the seventh day you will march around the city seven times. And the priests will blow the trumpets. And it shall come to pass when they make long blast with the ram's horn, and when you hear the sound of the trumpet, that all the people shall shout with a great shout, and the wall of the city will fall down flat, and the people shall go up, every man straight before him. What a story. Yeah, yeah. Can you imagine watching that unfold? We often look at Jericho's as a distraction, a problem, something that we want to ignore. It's there, and we can't seem to move on until we deal with it, but we would love to ignore the problem that exists. But I would suggest today that Jericho is a gift from God for you. That there is a Jericho in your life that's going to cause you to have to march around in victory. To see God work in a way that you've never seen him work before. You, you, you saw God deliver you out of Egypt. You, you watched as God brought your people out of bondage. You watched as God split the Red Sea. You watched as God provided manna in the wilderness. But you had yet to see a city's walls come crashing down. Sometimes you've got to do something a a little different. You got to march around the city, go around the city again, go in circles again and see what God will do different in your life. That was a opportunity for a miracle they hadn't seen yet. 
They had walked in the wilderness. They had marched around in circles in the wilderness. But this time was different. Sometimes when, when we want God to move, when we want God to bring victory in our life, when we want to see breakthrough and we're declaring victory and triumph, we tell God, God, we got to do it this way. Remember how you brought victory in the wilderness. Remember the stories of, of mom and dad and grandma and grandma. Remember how you did it then. you got to do it like this. And God looks at you and he says, just march around the city. When you want him to go right, he goes left. When he says, I want you, when, when you say, I want to go a straight line and can we just get to the victory, God says, You got to do some walking first. He told Joshua, The land is yours, Jericho is yours, the king is yours, the people in the city, it's all yours, but you've got to walk for six days, and then on the seventh, you've got to do it seven times. You, you, you've got to get around and, and make a lap around the city. But it was a little bit different, because every lap they went, oh yeah, the, the, the path of the Lord, the way of the Lord is the path of righteousness, his ways are, are not your ways. His thoughts are not your thoughts. He's, he's going to lead you down a path of righteousness for His name's sake. He's going to lead you on a path where His word is a light and a lamp. You, it's not your decision or your thoughts or how you would do it, but it's God's word that's directing your step. In the shadow of Jericho lies the light of the word of God that will direct your step. I don't know how the walls are going to fall, but I know God said that I'm going to walk around this thing. And on the seventh day, we're going to shout and this wall's coming down. I'm not, when you get to that point where you were before the day before, you just keep walking. I've been here before. Ever felt that way? You just keep walking around that situation. Keep walking around that problem. Keep walking around. And yeah, I've been here before. This looks different. Or this looks the same. This problem looks the same. This situation looks the same. God, you're not changing it quick enough. You're not dealing with it fast enough. But for me, I'm on a highway of holiness. I might be walking a dirt road of uncertainty. I don't know what lies before me. I don't know how this problem is going to be dealt with. But I am walking on the word of the Lord who said he's given me Jericho. He's given me this city. He's given, God, my God, he's given me this city. He's giving me this, this problem. He's given me this situation. He's given me my family. As for you and your household, they shall be saved. The promise of the Lord. You just walk. The problem may not look different, but every lap you take, you're changing. Every time you circle around that thing, God, I am not who I was yesterday. I'm one day closer to a victory. I'm one more day closer to a shout. I'm one more day closer to seeing these walls come down. I've been walking around step by step, walking in faith, walking and believing for my miracle. 
In the wilderness, we walked because of sin. In the wilderness, we walked in frustration. We saw the blessing of God in the wilderness, but it was sin and frustration and issues. But now, there's a different walk. We have a different kind of walk today than we did five years ago, church. I have a different kind. We have a different kind of walk today. We're walking in faith and not frustration. When you walk in faith, you see the word of God living before you. You see it happen. You see those bricks shaking. Everybody around you saying, what are those crazy Israelites doing? Walking around Jericho. Oh, you can't see it, but I see those, those cinder blocks. They're just a shaking under the fear of God. There's, there's a day coming here real soon. Those cinder blocks are going to give way, and the power of God's going to knock this city flat. I, I, I see for some of you, there's a shaking going on. <laughs> the, the walls that have separated you from walking in the ultimate victory, for the, the, the things that have stood in your path, the, the, the obstacles that have stood in your way that you've said, can we just ignore that? Can we just maybe put a rug over it and forget that it's there? God's ripping off the rugs today and saying, we're going to face the Jerichos and those walls are coming down. I'm going to march around this thing and every step I take, God is changing me. God, can, can you do it another way? Just take another walk. We've been talking about marriages over the past couple of weeks and the, you know, you could come into church and the Lord move on your heart. Oh, I need to have a better relationship. I need to, we talked about communication. I need to communicate better. And you make a pledge to the Lord. Last Sunday, you made a pledge. I'm going to communicate with my spouse. We're going to do better at this. It's Valentine's week. I'm going to communicate. We're going to do this right. And the Holy Spirit moves on your heart and stirs your affections. And the word of God's inspired. Yeah, we're going to do this. We can conquer this. And you, hey, baby, we're going to communicate this week. And you just, okay, dear, text me. Call me today. You just, you're just talking and buying them roses. You're trying and then about Wednesday rolls around and somebody says something or does something, brings up the past, brings up something. Well, what are you talking about? And all of a sudden you got to blow up on your hands. Am I not good enough? Am I not a man enough for you? Did I not, did I not clean the house good enough? Did I not take care of you? And you got to, come on now, you know it's true. She, she didn't, didn't, have, didn't respect me, didn't love me, didn't. You are talking Chinese. I don't even know what you're saying. I, I don't know what you said. Come on now. I know I am. It probably happened. And that, that the Lord moved on your heart, and you thought you were going to communicate this week. And the Lord looks at you and says, take another lap. <laughs> keep on walking keep on walking 
But God, I thought there was going to be breakthrough this week in my marriage. God, I gave in the offering. I sowed my seed. I put my offering in the ground. I, I mean, after all, I just started tithing today, and I put my seed in the ground, and I still have red in my bank account. <laughs> Where is my breakthrough? <laughs> Keep on walking, sister. Keep on walking, brother. But pastor, you prayed for me. I came down to the altar. You lathered me up with oil. My head was greasier than a pig ready for roast. You prayed for me and we made a commitment to the Lord. And we, I was going to see breakthrough. But I still have issues. I went home and the problem followed me. Monday morning it was there. Keep on walking. Because there's coming a day where your shouting time has come. And you're going to release a voice of victory. Keep walking. Keep trusting the Lord. Walk on His word. Stay on His word. Just because communication didn't work this week doesn't mean it's not going to work. Keep walking out the promise of the Lord. Just because you tithed on Sunday doesn't mean all your bills are paid on Monday. Keep on walking. The promise of the Lord is yes and amen. He's faithful. Here you find Joshua going around this wall. God prepared him. If you go back to Joshua chapter 1, God prepared Joshua for what he was going to face. He said, I have given you the land. That's good news. He says, I've given you the land. That's good news. You're going to walk around Jericho. And I've given you this land. So even in your walking, God, I know you've given me Jericho. God said to Joshua... Before he left in Joshua chapter 1, he said, I will never leave you. I will never forsake you. God, I know as I'm walking around Jericho that you are with me. That your angels of war have gone before. Lord, you're preparing the city. You're preparing my heart. You're changing me. You're establishing my character. Everywhere the sole of my foot touches, you have given to me. You've given me the mighty men of this city. You've given me the, the, the king of this city. You've given me the keys, the, the rule of this city. Lord, I, I'm just going to keep on walking. You need to speak as you walk, declaring what God has spoken. God has said, what is his word? The abundance of the Lord is overflowing in my life. God has not left me. He has not forsaken me. He's working out his plan and his time. You know, we're, we are always so focused for the success as we define it. I want this Jericho to come down in my time, my way. And we define that success by how we want it to work. 
what we want to happen. But God defines success by your obedience to Him and what He says. His definition of success is different than yours. If God said walk and the walls are going to come down, then brother, get your walking shoes on because you're going to walk and those walls are going to come down. You could face today's news with God's news. When you're walking around that issue, you can say, this is what God said over my problem. This is what God said over this Jericho. Jericho, you are coming down. We overcomplicate things sometimes way too much. We look at the Jerichos. We look at the problems We see the issues, and we overcomplicate it. When you overcomplicate the problem, it prevents you from seeing the simplicity of God's answer. When you overcomplicate the situation, it complicates your ability to see what God's already spoken. God said the walls are coming down. That's pretty simple. I've got, I've got good news for you today. Are you ready? I'm going to give you something that's going to change your life. You ready? If you're taking notes, this is a good opportunity to jot this down. I'm going to give you something that's going to change your life. This news is going to change how you live. You ready? You ready? You woke up this morning. <laughs> That's some good news. (laughs) That's some good news. The Bible says, let everything. You didn't hear me. You didn't hear me. I said, the Bible says, let everything that has breath. Some of you need to check your pulse this morning. You need to check and see if there's a O2 reading on your watch this morning. God said, let everything that has breath praise the Lord. I've got breath in my lungs. God woke me up this. That's pretty good news. That's pretty simple good news. That means you've got something to walk out today. That means that you've got a Jericho to walk around and see the walls come crashing down. That means that there's a promise of provision and blessing and breakthrough on your tongue. You just need to let your shout out. Let your song come out. Let your praise come out. Because there is a wall that needs to come down. When they shouted, when they praised the Lord, that wall came crashing down. There's power in your praise. There's power in your praise. Sometimes God will put you in a place and tell you, keep it quiet and just walk. You don't need to argue. You don't need to tell everybody else how to do it. You just need to walk around that thing and let me change your heart and change your attitude and change your character. You just stay faithful. Just walk around that sucker a few times. But when I tell you, you're going to release a shout that's going to change a nation. Oh, you didn't hear me. When I tell you, you're going to release a shout that's going to change a nation. Joshua wasn't just there for himself. My God, he wasn't just there for that that wall at that time. He was making an impact on a nation. He was changing the environment of the place that God had called him to. 
when you sow your seed, when you declare your praise, when you walk in those doors of this church, you're not just showing up for yourself and checking your checkbox and patting yourself on the back because you came to church this morning. When you walk in those doors, when you open up your mouth and worship, when you say amen to the preaching, when you sow your seed in the off, you are making an impact in an environment over this city and over this region. You are making a difference with your praise. Walls come down when you rejoice. It's the goodness of the Lord. The Bible says that the presence of the Lord, he's carried on what? He is enthroned. He is seated on the praise of his people. They were carrying the physical ark of the presence of God. They were, the priests were leading as they marched around. But when they opened their mouth, there was a release of God's power and presence. It wasn't just upon them. There was a release that affected some walls. You are a carrier. The Bible says that you are the temple of the Holy Ghost. You are a carrier of the anointing of God. That same power that crumbled the walls of Jericho is resident on the inside of you. It is. And when you shout, when you praise, there is a release that affects this region. We've watched it happen. We've watched it happen. I've watched the miracles. I've seen the healings. I've witnessed the testimonies. I watch as people walk in through Night of Hope and the ministries. and the, I, We've heard the stories of people driving by on the interstate and somebody grab hold of their steering wheel and bring them into the church. We've watched and witnessed the stories time and time and time again. We've watched as people have gotten into that baptistry and the power of God touched them and knocked them silly, making them a new creation, being carried out of the pool. We've watched and witnessed as the power of God has come upon people at this altar time and time again. We have watched and witnessed as you have gone to the streets and brought the anointing and the presence of God to the streets and witnessed to the hurting and the broken and God transformed people's lives drunk people getting sober in an instant because somebody the presence and the power of God I'm talking about somebody releasing their praise my God walls come down walls come down when you release your praise <laughs> you gotta be faithful yeah there you gotta be faithful to walk baby step baby step you got to be faithful to walk around that wall, baby step, baby step. you got to be faithful to church, faithful to give, faithful, faithful, faithful. The word of the Lord, be faithful to his word, be faithful to his word. Pastor, we haven't seen it happen yet. Faithful, faithful. It's come faithful. The shouting day's coming, friend. Faithful, faithful. Whatever God has spoken, you just got to walk on that word. And when he says shout, you got to shout. Everybody walking around that wall had to shout. 
Everybody walking around that wall had to really, they couldn't look at their neighbor and say, well, I'm not feeling very confident today. So can you, can you do a double shout? Can you just raise your volume? I'm not feeling it today. Can you just take it for me? I'm not feeling like raising my hands today. Can you just do it for me? Can I tell you something? I didn't feel good this morning. Can I just be real? I came in and my throat, I, I started this morning our, walking through our order of service and things, making sure we had all, all things ready with our team. And they're great. They have merciful to me. And I opened up my mouth and I thought, oh my goodness, I'm not going to be able to preach today. I'm not going to be able to talk today. What is going on? Ohio has stolen my voice. What is happening? <laughs> I talked for eight hours yesterday, straight, a teach, doing a teaching, and, and I feel it this morning. I thought, oh my goodness, what is happening? And I thought, Lord, if I'm going to preach today, you're going to have to heal my throat. I can take cough drops, I can do all this stuff, but, but I need a healing this morning. And when we went to take communion in prayer time, I, I'm not joking, I am serious. I, I grabbed that, and when, when we went to give thanks for the bread. I felt the power of God come on me and I felt that sickness leave my body. I felt my voice come back. And I'm preaching and I haven't put a cough drop in my mouth this whole morning. Well, since I've been preaching. I, I, I just, the Lord just restored that and gave me strength. You try standing for eight hours teaching nonstop. It's a lot, isn't it? <laughs> Mr. Teacher, it's a lot. But I just determined in myself, uh-uh. My wife can preach and she can do a good job preaching. But I'm ready to preach this morning. I'm ready to praise this morning. Ain't nobody else going to steal my praise this morning. Nobody else can praise him like I can praise him. Nobody else can tell him how I love him, how I love him. Nobody else can, can do it. Oh yeah, I know that you love him and I know that you worship him, but nobody can do it like me because I'm his and there's only one like me. And so, so I, I've got to get my shout on. I've got to get my praise. I can't just depend on everybody else to do it for me. I've got to march around my wall and declare victory over the wall. i got to do it just like you got to do it. I don't get a pass from God. Jericho was out there. Joshua was out there walking with him. I don't get a pass just because I'm pastor. We all walking around that wall and going to see victory together. We got to shout together and we're going to see victory together. This isn't a one man show. This isn't a one woman show. This isn't, oh, it's all about me. No, no, no. God brought them all out as a family and said, you're going to march together. You're going to see victory together. Yeah. Turn to your neighbor and tell we're going to see victory together. <laughs> we're going to see victory together. <laughs> we're going to see victory together. We're going to see victory together. <laughs> you got to stand for this one. Worship team, you better come back. <laughs> 
<laughs> We're going to walk around our walls. You tell somebody, you're going to walk until you see victory. You're going to walk until you see victory. Paul, you better get yourself ready too. We're going to walk until till we see victory. We're shouting. We're declaring victory over this thing. I declare victory over our debt. I declare victory over our mortgage. Come on, somebody. I, I need your help. We're declaring victory over your finances, over your resources. You're, we, I told them to get ready. I told them this week in the office, I said, you need to get ready for this because, because I'm just believing we're going to go, we're going to supersede $30,000. I just know it. I know that we're going to do that. And so I told them, I said, you need to get ready with, with some of the bills that we're paying off so we can shred them. So Paul is ready to shred, to do some shredding. I got to tell you, I, so this is, <laughs> you, you, I know you're excited. You're going to get a chance to shout, but I got to tell you how much has come in. I got to tell you how much has come in. <laughs> this is one offering. This is one offering. <laughs> this is how I know God's in this. And we're just going. Thank you for joining the Celebration Podcast. For more information, visit ccacron.org or call us at 330-762-7458. You can also download the Celebration app from iTunes or the Android store. With my father, it's so hard.